Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy Johnny Bananas, and I'm going to be covering a brand new season of the Challenge USA on CBS that, of course, I will be completely dominating on my podcast, Death Taxes and Bananas, on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. Head over to that feed and follow us on Spotify so you never miss an episode. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. If you want to call in, let us know what's happening in your group chat or any other, like, maybe creepy pictures of me that might be floating out there. Give us a call at 646-2138. All right, Jacoby. We got a big heist we got to talk about. You know I love the heist. And by big, I mean a lot of details, lot, small amount of money. Two women have been accused of stealing $600 worth of liquor. Oh, uh, no. $6,000 worth 6, of liquor. 6, at multiple locations in the central Massachusetts and bordering on New Hampshire area. I just want to note, I still, my point stands, $6,000, not that much money. Fair. Fair. Carry on. Fair. Tell us everything about these two gals and what they've been doing. There's so many interesting things about this, but it started in early June. There, there's various liquor stores noticed that there was two women coming in, one wearing an ill-fitting blonde wig. Okay, so the story that Mike, our producer, provided to us to study up on this, noted in a quote that the, the one wearing yes. the blonde wig that was a, a badly fitting Did wig. you go back to the pictures <laughs> yeah, and look of course, at it? Yeah. It looks so bad. It was hilarious. I loved it's, it. It looks so, it makes every wig on House of Dragons look perfect, like it was natural <laughs> hair. Wait, that's not their natural hair? It's not. And if you're if you're going to rob something and you want to be inconspicuous, adjust the wig before you walk in to steal the booze. The wig draws so much attention. It looks like drapes on her head. It it, it looks like <laughs> it, it honestly looks like like the wolf dressing up as the grandma. That's what it looks like. That's that's like the level of costuming that we're doing. It's like you're not grandma, you're a wolf. It's so bad. I just want to say the name of the accused so that people can Google this. It's Chelsea Golan. 
Yes. And Rebecca Mata. Rebecca, still on the lamp. Rebecca, still, the, the wig wear, still on the lamp. Yes, yeah, still on the lamp. So <laughs> I just, again, it's Chelsea's with Chelsea S I E, not S E A. Oh, yeah. I want people to be able to Google it to see <laughs> yes, the wig. Yes, the wig <laughs> is amazing. Chelsea Golan. And it's not it. just blonde, it's like a dirty blonde. It has uh, like streaks. streaks. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really horrible. It makes it look like she's. Like, really half-assing it? No, it looks like she has a ton of hair under the wig. Like, the mm. wig isn't on her head, it's on her hair. It's just really bizarre. I don't even know, But again, know if you're that. trying to not tr- attract attention and be low-key and not be noticeable, maybe not that. The funny thing is Chelsea, who's um, not wearing a wig, is that. Like, she is totally yes. normcore. Like, if she walked into your store, you would, she'd, like, basically... Not bat an eyelash. No, you would just continue on your phone. Like it You would. would. Yeah. Until you realize that these two women walked out with, I assume, without buying anything in large bags, I assume, which are like purses, maybe filled with booze. Maybe she put um, some booze underneath the wig, and that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why, why it's so ill-fitting. Yeah. Maybe she's using it as a transport vehicle. That's the only thing that makes any sense. Maybe in the hair, because it's so big and crazy. <laughs> she's got a couple bottles of Jack just like in the hair like Jack Sparrow. It's like her wig is like a Mary Poppins bag. It's yes. just, it fits just a lot, a of, lot stuff. of things. Yes. <laughs> so what happened with these two women is they basically do this routinely. So much so that the, like the liquor store coalition of this area <laughs> got together. And on June 8th, they opened a tip line. They sure did. Which I've seen for missing people. But uh, usually for like big cases. You called. You called multiple times for food news. <laughs> multiple times for this podcast. I've called yeah. tip lines. So I guess this is a, a practice that we're not familiar with in the New York Tri-State area that much because there's so much crime. But and then people respond to the tip lines. Like several people and like right away. Because yes. they very quickly found Chelsea. Like yes. Chelsea's involvement came to light basically immediately. But there were two important calls that led to Chelsea's capture. One came from someone who said Chelsea propositioned them to sell them <laughs> high-end liquor at half price. So this is Chelsea reaching out to strangers, being like, I've got high-end liquor at half price. And then that person was so taken aback by this that they came across the tip line and decided to then tip the, the, the police officers that Chelsea did this, didn't even have Chelsea's name. <laughs> when they asked Chelsea how she was able to get this high-end liquor at half price, her response was, I know a guy. Yes. Now, this is the part that blew my mind. Okay. Uh, first, the, the response, I know a guy, was hilarious. <laughs> so good. It's like, did, yes. did you Google, like, fell what's your response? Fell off the truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, fell off the truck, know a guy are the only two acceptable answers there. I want to know blo- what blows your mind, but I first want to ask you a follow-up question. The grandma in London, in England who was stealing stuff for people. You thought yes. there was no way that was That's real. That's completely fake. Is it, this doesn't change your mind at all? No. Okay. Not at all. Okay, because I... I guess that I'm impressed, or not impressed, but it stands out to me how much, like, pretty petty theft we're, we're covering in this podcast. Yes. And I'm just like, if you're going to do it, steal something more. I don't know. Just I like that. It just seems like, go for it. Anyway, what blew your mind, Jacoby? A lot of things. Um, the second thing that blew my mind was the second caller, right? Yeah. A relative of Golan. <laughs> Chelsea's blood relative. I was thinking, who who are you imagining when you hear a relative of a Chelsea? Okay, so th- I was thinking a lot about the family dynamics. Yeah. Whoever this person is, 
fucking hates Chelsea. So like you can only like there's a level of hate that you have for like people you see on TV or celebrities or personalities or like people that you work with. You say you hate, but you can really truly only hate to the highest level people that you are like blood related to or extremely close to. It goes really deep. And 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 I definitely think it's a female. You can be mad at me for that. I agree. And it's, it's like this, this person hates Chelsea so much. They saw a tip about someone just petty thieving around the area liquor stores. And they're like, that's Chelsea. I'm calling the tip line and I'm naming her out by name. (laughs) So I was imagining like a cousin that she was like close with. They had a falling out. Yeah. But something like that. Like maybe they moved in together and it was all good. Yeah. And then it just really, really went south from there. I don't know why I was imagining as a cousin because another potential is like sisters. Like sisters can really like to think that because I I know know you're a relationship person. I want siblings to be buds. I know. But I think siblings, you can have a really deep hatred because you share so much. Maybe I like to think because I'm I'm a glass half full guy. I like to think that they're going through a rough patch and and then later they've apologized. apologize down the road in life. I have one other theory that's really dark that I'd like to throw out. I'm all ears. What if it was Chelsea's mom? And she's like, I know that oh, you wow. well, are a parent. I know that you are stealing and I'm going to teach you a lesson the There's also a dark part of this mm-hmm. that, that le- lends a little bit to that kind of theory. First of all, not only did the relative call and rat out Chelsea, also identified Chelsea's friend, not a relative, as Becca. Yeah. I think it's, I, I'm, I'm leaning toward parent. So they put the tip line up on the 8th of June. Chelsea was interviewed by authorities on the 9th of June. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up because I had to go do a double take because I was like, what? Wait, I was told this is a multi-month investigation that took 10 weeks. Well, that's because Becca's still in the lamb. Becca's still in the lamb. But I was just like, wait, what? 24 hours she's in the precinct? We go from like, hey, did anyone have any information about this rash of liquor store thefts? If I saw liquor store thefts, I'd be like, that could be a million different people. How do we know this cereal like... What are we even talking about? Liquor stores are, are famously a place that gets robbed. Of course, yeah. Often. Duh. It's like it's a cliche. Have, that's why they have cameras. Yeah. That's why she's wearing a wig. Poorly. <laughs> Poorly. So then she's interviewed on the 9th. She admitted to stealing the liquor in all four Concord incidents. She also identified the second thief as Becca Mata. So now she's rolling on her friend. However, it says... She identified the thief as Mata, comma, one of her drug buddies, comma, the affidavit said. One of her drug buddies. We cannot be throwing around the term drug buddy haphazardly when it comes to, like, police investigations and affidavits. Like, what? Well, like it does take a dark turn because maybe it is the mom and maybe it's like an intervention thing. And maybe she has a legitimate drug problem that she's trying to fuel with her liquor store thefts, which makes this, like, not that much fun anymore. And I hope they all get help. But... I want to go back to the fun side. Okay, good. Let's do that. <laughs> We're going down a dark path. Yes. Another part of this that's really funny and very like, feels like it should be on like a jury duty type of show is how they're trying to confirm Becca's phone number. And they keep, they like call it like 30 times. Multiple times. Multiple times. And then she goes dark. <laughs> and then she goes dark. But they also are cross-referencing that number with the call log from Chelsea's phone and the text that she received. Yes. And I just thought it was a really funny tidbit of the story because I'm just like, wow, they really have to like do all of the, go through all the motion, even though it's like obviously her phone number. Yes. We, and, we then, and then she switched phone numbers. But set up the voicemail, the new phone number to say, hey, this is Rebecca. If you have a voicemail, leave it here. And she kept texting and calling 
Chelsea from the new phone <laughs> with the exact same, like, I assume grammar and intonations and everything and voice. Sure, yeah. Her say- it's not a great job of ditching the phone and getting a new number and changing minutes. nothing about your life except for the number. A lot of things aren't, aren't well executed with no. this heist. And also, there's a third party involved in this heist. <laughs> Who is it, Jacoby? There is a liquor store in these people's lives that they were uh, uh, allegedly dumping the liquor off at half price for. So they, this person owns a liquor store, gets it from Chelsea and Becca for cheap, and then puts it out on the shelves. Right. They're now, a supplier. The police went and investigated this liquor store, and the person that worked at the liquor store was very nervous and extremely sweaty. First of all, totally can relate as a very sweaty person. <laughs> and they also, the the ladies, or the Chelsea specifically described a, a, a physical ailment that this person that worked at the liquor store had as well. So it's clearly them, but they denied it and they have not been brought to justice quite yet. Just some great reporting. We've learned this is the most we know about any of the heists we've covered. Okay. Where the fuck is Becca? <laughs> Becca's like out of the region. She's gone to... She's gone. Maybe she's in like Canada. Like they're not that far from like Montreal And Becca's or the wig wearer, right? Yeah. So who knows? Becca's a master of disguise. <laughs> master. <laughs> master of disguise. <laughs> she's mean, like a faceless man from Game of Thrones. She, you don't know who Becca is. She might be Arya Stark. Maybe she's she the is, good guy. She is. Who knows? Um, good Maybe luck to both Becca of them. Maybe Becca is the person that works at the liquor store and is faking the physical ailment. Oh, wow. There's so much more to this story to uncover. I think the main thing I know is that Becca's family is is not as invested in her well-being because I'm pretty sure... Chelsea's family is the one that snitched. Chelsea's family snitched because they're trying to intervene. Mm-hmm. So, good luck, everyone. And don't steal alcohol. And if you are, do it for more than $6,000. Yeah, and if you're talking to the police, don't identify your friends as drug buddies, okay? <laughs> well, maybe it was like, you know, she was, thought it was a casual conversation. I'm going to say good job by the police in getting her to admit that kind of thing, making her feel so comfortable that she uses the phrase drug buddy. I watch a lot of British police shows, like Mm. police procedurals, and um, the way they interview you when you're being questioned in the UK on TV shows, they sit like knee to knee. They're not like across the table, but it's like they're leaning in, like asking you all these questions and like they're... And how do they personal. slam on the table and disgust when they can't get the information they want? They don't, they don't do that. They don't need Ooh, to. So proper. They get you to say drug buddy really fast. Really quickly. <laughs> All right. This has been a very special food news deep dive. But we I'm got, sorry. We I ate, do, up, I ate no. up half the show with this thing. I'm so glad you did. But it is now time for us. Uh, rapid fire. <laughs> to move on. I want to go straight to this Gatorade story. Okay. Um, be this is big news. Huge news. Gatorade. We'll be offering a new product. All ears. It's water. Water. <laughs> so I'm a Gatorade person. Me too. What's I your flavor l- again? Uh, I do Gatorade Zero because once you sure. realize that real Gatorade is just like yes, yes, really yes. terrible for you, I do Gatorade Zero, and and um, I am I'm I'm open to all flavors. I like Glacier Cherry and that orange. That is good. Yeah. But I like Glacier Cherry. I like Fruit Punch. I like orange. I like lemon lime. I like all of it. And sometimes it just matters how I feel at that moment. Caloric Gatorade, orange 100% of the time. Gatorade Zero, love Glacier Cherry. How do you feel about G2, which is like splitting the difference between Gatorade and Gatorade Zero? G2, Glacier Cherry as well. How do you feel about Fast Twitch, the new product with with caffeine in it? Haven't had it. It's pretty good. However, Gatorade Water, they already have it. Do you know what it's called? Water. Propel. Oh, yeah, that too. Propel is Gatorade water, just flavored Gatorade water. It's flavored, yeah. This is is unflavored. This This is is unflavored Propel. Literally just water. It's just water. And like, where in the Gatorade meeting, they're like, you know what the world doesn't have enough of? Water options. It's just electrolyte water. It's the same as like Essentia. Yeah. Essentia? Essentia. 
I don't understand this at all. Like, no, I, none. Also, I I like Propel, by the way. I never see I it. I do like Propel. When I see it, though, I'm like, oh, I want that. I, I want that, too. I like Propel. It's a good product. It For, is a great product. Let's have more of it. But this is water. And I, I have to say, I'm, I'm a convert. I carry my own water bottle around all the time now. Hmm. Like, I just, I, I don't buy regular water anymore. Oh, you don't? No. So you Love Island, you just carry your Love Island water bottle um, everywhere? Well, part of my TJ Maxx lifestyle is that when I, like, right. have some time to kill, I go to TJ Maxx to browse, and I they have, like, water bottles for, like, $7. Do you put ice in it in the morning, and the, in the ice stays yes. every day? I've always been jealous of people. Yes. I, I was on the subway yesterday, and someone's ice was rattling around at, like, 4 in the it's afternoon. Shocking. I'm like, someone's ice, they put that ice in there at, like, 9 this morning. Last, it's still rattling around. Last week, we were talking about how sensors are, like, not ready yet. Yes. Water bottle technology is the absolute opposite. It is. It's unbelievable. 2045 in the water bottle it's world. It's unbelievable how long that ice stays I, in a water bottle. My wife was walking down the street with a bag. And I'm like, Joey, I think your phone, you have a speaker in your bag. There's something <laughs> going on. And I put my ear up against her bag. And I'm like, what is that noise? And I was like, oh, that's just ice from this morning. Just well, bopping around in there. For me, also, I get the cups with the straws. And I use it for my iced coffee, my La Cologne that I bring with me. Yes. And that also lasts like a long time. Because I'm like, oh, this is great. There's a little milk in it, but it stays cold. I don't need to worry about it getting gross. Like... The insulated cup technology blows my mind all the time. Absolutely. And as, therefore, I don't need Gatorade water. I don't need Gatorade. No one needs Gatorade water. <laughs> so weird. No one does. But instead, like, let's make Propel a thing again. Bring, yes. Bring Propel How back. How about instead of starting non-Propel, just bring back Propel? It's we're the two. So we're the only weird. two people on the planet that even remember Propel. My, I mentioned her a lot. One of my best friends, Claudia, and I. We really, Claudia. We really bonded. We used to go to White Hen, which also no longer exists when we were in college, and we bonded over both loving Peach Propel. And it was like the only place oh, you could peach. get Peach Propel. It's oh, very hard to find. I was a great person. Oh, I like mango too. I like the, or I like peach and mango as my go-to flavors oh. in general. Huh. Anyway, all right. Gatorade water. So fucking weird. Let's move on. Um, let's move on to this story about a bear. I don't know why, but I didn't I usually reorder the stories. I didn't as much this week. I'm sorry, everybody. I can flow. The people listening have no idea that you did that either. You have to apologize. I know, but I don't usually say, like, where are we going next? Make it sound fun. Okay. Where should we go? Let's talk about Let's go Central Central Florida sounds like a good spot to go to. (laughs) If I told you there was a bear that stole a white cloth. Like, what state would you say that was happening in? That's not fair. Because we used to play this game, and we used to just, it couldn't be Florida. Honestly. <laughs> we used to play, Kevin Wilds and I used to play this game. He's like, you can't say Florida, because it's always Florida. It's always Florida. Florida man meet Florida bear. Yeah, Florida <laughs> bear. How many, how many limbs does the Florida bear have? Three. What's it called? His name is... Tripod. Tripod. <laughs> Tripod the bear. Um, I don't know how I couldn't remember that. Uh, Tripod the bear was in the town of Magnolia Plantation, which is like, shouldn't be the name of a new town. Just want to throw that out there, but fair enough. Totally fair. <laughs> Just going to say that. Um, wandered into this neighborhood and found himself a white claw. Yeah. Well, a couple of things. I learned a lot about bear-proofing homes from this. And there's a lot of videos on the internet about human interactions with bears. Humans are surprisingly chill around bears. Um. I would not be. I would not be Especially at all. a three-legged bear. I'd be like, is this a joke or like what's going on? Yeah. Is there a person inside that suit? Like the sun bear Did you ever find out about sun bear? Sun bear was a sun bear, dude. Oh, okay. So here's I what I thought that you were propagating that sun bear was a human. So I was like, oh. No, I was pro sun oh, bear. Okay. Because I researched sun bears heavily and I found out that they act like humans. But. we I forgot to include a really important fact about tripod. 
tripod with his or their three limbs managed to take two cans of seltzer and get rid of a third. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about the seltzer first because that's like the headline. Uh, Did you notice what type of seltzer they got? It's a very Juliet selection. (laughs) What was it? Uh, Took the mango and strawberry. Uh Okay, so I'm assuming that Tripod drank two of them and then discarded the third. That's what you got from this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Who stops after two White Claws? <laughs> if you have three in front of you and your Tripod, why not just go over the third one? I, I think it's just kind of funny because of like he has three legs. So like I'm like, why not just have a third? Make it three everything. And and try. I've another thing I want to know about Tripod is tri- the only food in which Tripod has, has allegedly stolen and eaten is shrimp fish food, <laughs> which I bet is the smells. I bet the smell attracts it. But like, I feel like Tripod could be breaking these homes and eating good. Definitely. I mean, the, also, like, what happened to Tripod's fourth limb? Dude? I thought that'd be in the story, so I read the whole thing, and there was none. It wasn't there. Wait, was walk- he born like this, or yeah. was there an incident? I think born this way. I think so too. Because he's Shout to Gaga. quite good at at maneuvering. Like yeah. when you watch the video, it's like watching someone with a limp, but you're just like, oh, okay. But you just you figured it out. Yeah. And and also like uh it would be if it was a procedure, it would be a medical procedure. So it's such a clean, yeah, n- non-existent limb. Usually there'd be some sort of like half limb or something if there was a or a broken limb. Anyway, Tripod is out here, and here's one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Sorry, can we share one more fact? We get a million more facts. That's what we're here for. Tripod opened the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just they were, like, out. Oh, Tripod is sitting down. I imagine Tripod taking a load off. I tri- I thought Tripod, they were just, like, when I first read the headline, I was like, oh, they left their barbecue stuff outside? But no, no. like, Tripod knew to open the refrigerator. This Was the scent that strong? Like, Oh, no, Tripod... They know what what's inside refrigerators. I this guess is so. learned behavior. Yeah, it's because fucking Florida has like na- bears minutes. and like tripods around. Yes, <laughs> and here's one of the things that I didn't think of, which makes total sense. It's the time of year. They're fattening up to hibernate. Right. So they eat 20,000 calories a day, <laughs> which is another reason to have the third white claw. If you're if you're not dieting, have all the white claws <laughs> available to you. I think the whole idea of fattening up and then hibernating for months is so appealing to me. I can't even start. Like, imagine you could just just eat and gorge yourself for like a full month and then sleep for three months. I can't think of a better lifestyle. The sleeping part sounds really great. Imagine waking up from that sleep. You'd be so groggy. But after two days, you'd be like, I'm going to run a marathon. Adult life is basically just being tired all the time. and All the time. And so if you're just given the opportunity to like rest for a long time but and you don't feel guilty about it it's just like what you and do you don't wake up at awesome. six because you're used to it you you just wake like three months later you just wake up god that'd be amazing bears have it so good so good i feel like i love a good bear story but twenty thousand calories i had a weird conversation with my friend they were talking about some football player that eats ten thousand calories a day and how hard that is how many calories do you think you if you just like tried your hardest could you eat because it's it, in a it's, day? A, it's a lower number than you think probably thirty five hundred you could do more. 2,000 is like a low number. I don't think there's any person that I yeah, know is like, that eats 2,000 calories a day. That's it's insane. very low. It's absolutely insane. 4,500? Yeah, somewhere in that area. Like, five, I mean, I'm a big person, so like 6,000, 7,000, but I feel kind of gross. Right. But 20,000 calories a day, that's hard. Hard. Tripod is going home to home. Yeah, you have to like, you have to like eat 
like a like a giant vat of cereal and think then of, move on to a like think eggs. about a chipotle burrito fully packed right and that's like bad for you that's it's like, like 1200 i was gonna say 1700 but yeah, yeah 1700 sure two of those 3400 four of those 6800 yeah, like you need like 11 four chipotle, chipotle burritos. burritos yeah like <laughs> i feel bad for tripod now yeah. We need to be feeding Tripod. He did look a little skinny, but I guess it's like the end of the cycle. He's fattening yeah. up right now. He's fattening up. I can't believe there's just a bear in Florida named Tripod. I feel like they love Tripod, and I feel like they feed Tripod. I think that, that people need to be more afraid of bears. I don't know. I'm just like, why are we backing off this fear? I saw, I see so many internet videos. I guess they go viral because of the people's behavior around the bears. Where these because people, there's a bear. They must see bears all the time where they act so chill like the bear is a person, like a stranger. This One of the kids in this this compilation of tripod videos, he had the wherewithal to like protect his dog. Move his dog. And I was just like, wow, good and for him. And then filmed the bear. Yeah, and he was 13 years old. I know. And he was calm. I know. He was just like, oh, here, pooch. You go to the other room. <laughs> Let me get my camera, get a good angle on this while tripod rummages through the fridge. And they're like, how funny. He ate our shrimp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> yeah, but didn't get, didn't get Rufus. Oh, my God. All right, let's move on to our taste test. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, today's taste test, Hot Pockets. Are Hot Pockets, they really hit me when I was like at the right time for Hot Pockets. When I was a teen, they were peaking. Yeah, when I was like a kid, I was like, Mom, can I have a Hot Pocket for dinner? My children have never had a Hot Pocket. Hot Pockets and Lean Pockets too. You don't remember that? I only remember the Hot Pockets part. Hot Pockets. For me, it's Hot Pockets. That's it. That's it. So so maybe you aged out of Lean Pockets. This is also, I don't mean to go too much. Give me 10 second tangent. Put 10 seconds on the clock. Um, I feel like things that used to be advertised are no longer advertised. Well, like you would never see an ad for a Hot Pocket on television anymore. Oh, definitely not. Well, here's the thing. We're having Hot Pockets because they have a collab with Hot One. So we're trying two of them. But like, I'm really excited to try this. Similar to the pizza last week. I could never buy this in the store. I couldn't live with myself. I bought a Hot Pocket. (laughs) You don't have to tell anybody. Oh my God. No, I couldn't do it. It's like, so this everything, is perfect for you. Everything, have an excuse. Yeah, this is awesome. Yes. Everything about this is like processed. But I'm a little concerned because of the Hot Ones podcast or whatever video, whatever the thing is. Shout to them. They're Show. notoriously known for making really very hot. spicy things. And I'm worried about you. So thank you so much. So we're trying to. I'm starting with the Hot Pockets spicy garlic chicken and bacon featuring the classic garlic Fresno. It's perfect for a milder experience. There you go. You always want a milder experience. <laughs> Not just in foods. Just, just across the board. In general, yeah. yeah. Skew mild. I want to try yours, though. I'm trying to challenge myself and my palate. Hey, don't do that. I'm trying the Hot Pockets smoky green chili cheesesteak featuring Los Calientes Verde. That sounds amazing because I love cheesesteaks. A satisfying cheesesteak that turns up the heat with a delicious smoky blend of serrano and habanero chiles. This is exciting. You're having the Hot Pocket experience. I can tell the inside was too hot for you. You're struggling a little bit. You're chewing for too long. I think I have the habanero long. one. No, I don't think so. We'll try yours. Okay. This is too hot for me. 
<laughs> but you're going back for another bite. Explain to the people what you experienced. It's just it's just like warm temperature and really spicy. I can't taste it. No, you have the garlic chicken one. I can tell from looking at it. Nope. Really? I can't taste anything like other than just like spice, and, like hot sauce. Like it's so overwhelming to my to my palate. Yeah, I don't see any chicken in here. There's a lot of peppers. Yeah, I got green chilies in here. Yeah. Wow. The Can milder I... experience is too hot for I'm you. I'm going to try another bite. Just, just I think to... you're just hungry. No, I'm not <laughs> hungry. <laughs> um, the hot I forgot about hot pockets in general. Mm. They're not good, but they're something. My mouth's on fire. <laughs> I will it'll never get old watching you eat something hot. But this is a new experience. Watch you eat something, complain about how hot it is, accuse Mike, the producer, of sabotaging you with two spicy foods, and then say, hold on, let me get another bite. Well, I just, I can't taste anything. I can't even tell you what it tastes like. <laughs> it just tastes spicy. Mine tasted like a spicy Hot Pocket. Did you like it? Eh. I like the meatball ones. The thing is, I was just thinking as I was um, losing sensation in my mouth, uh, the funny thing about Hot Pockets is I feel like microwaves are really back. Like, I feel like microwave cooking is really oh. in. Oh, yeah. But it's sort of like using it as like a cooking tool, not like warming up a Hot Pocket. But I don't know. I love a Hot Pocket. In college, they really hit. You're right, though. It's like, it's not good, but it just hits. It, yeah, it's not It's good. an experience. Yes. It doesn't taste good. It doesn't feel good, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I wanted to have another bite, even though I was dying. I can tell. Just the You're idea still of, eyeing it. Just the idea of a hot pocket, but I can't just do being it. being around you. <laughs> I have a sickness. What's wrong you with do, me? You do. Let's go to personal food news. <laughs> Let's go to personal food news. Jacoby, today for lunch, I went to Whole Foods. Mm. I haven't mentioned Whole Foods in like months, so there you go, <laughs> <Months>. Whole Foods. <laughs> I had pumpkin mush. That's just a throwback. Mush, our friend. Oh, pumpkin mush. I yeah. thought you meant you went to like the hot and cold bar and there's some mush that was pumpkin. No, no actual pumpkin mush. It's a really good Hold seasonal on a flavor. Time out, time out, time out. You could not have just had pumpkin mush for lunch. I also had watermelon. I had like a, like a kind of like a two part breakfast. So I was just having like a light lunch. Okay. Oh, you had, you had double breakfast, light lunch. Yeah. So, you, so you're, uh, they used to remember, remember when that, okay. One health trend was like have seven meals a day. And then the next health trend was, Intermittent, intermittent fasting, fasting yeah. never eat. It's like, guys, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stick to what what I know. I just knowing myself, I needed some snacks, so I got. I just wanted to hold. That's what Whole Foods is really good for. It's not good for like a full lunch, in my opinion, but like that kind of a snack lunch, a girl lunch, if you will. I was gonna say it, but I didn't want to because it sounded ridiculous. <laughs> when you said yeah, I had some watermelon and a mush, I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, that's a girl lunch, but um, I'm not gonna say it. It's a girl lunch, but I just, I really like that flavor, and I just, um, you know, that was one of our early passions on this podcast. Yes, yes. And much like Hot Pockets, it just still hits. I for need me. to get back in the minutes. mush life. I'm still a little stung from my mush experience by ordering them in bulk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, still trying to re recover from that. So I was going to do something I rarely do, which is do something nice for you. Mm. And I challenged your enjoyment of the pickle and, and pineapple DiGiorno experience. And yes. I was kind of a jerk about it, I have to be honest. <laughs> so I, uh, my own guilt led me to be like, oh, let me go to this website and learn a bit more about this product. And maybe as a goof, I'll order her a bunch of them because she doesn't want to do that for herself, right? Sure. Kind of like when you buy something, like you buy someone as a gift, like a $600 shirt because yeah. no one would ever buy it for themselves. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. $600 that shirt been, sounds very expensive, That would have been way. nice. Thanks. Yeah, but I didn't do it. But I'm, well, I'm trying to get a little bit like, I'm trying to get like quarter points for yeah, saying you, I was going to do it. you got it. But I went I'll to the website to and one of the reasons I could not support the project was because not only can you buy the pineapple 
and pickle pizza. It's a pickleball thing. You can buy pineapple and pickle DiGiorno pickleball paddles. And the whole pickleball craze, it's now creeping into food news. I like merch, but this is just too far. It's too Too, much. Too much. How does a sport go from I've never heard of you to now there's a pizza collab with DiGiorno in like three months? The weirdest thing about it is I just don't understand the financials at all. Like who... Like who, is, is there Mr. Pickle who's like making money <laughs> yeah, from pickleball? Did someone copyright pickleball and did they get residuals? And like, I know there's like these leagues and like yes. Mark Cuban's involved. Yeah, in of course. Like Tom Brady owns one yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But again, like how are they making money off that? Like, where's the revenue? Like, I, is it sponsorships? Like, I, is it from DiGiorno? I, I need to know more about the financials of pickleball because I'm very confused. And I feel like there's like some... There has to be like something that we're not getting because like it's so confounding. I've, I'm not a pickleball person. I've never played pickleball, but I will not play a sport that I can't drink while I play and I don't get tired from. It's not exercise. So you you want the two extremes. Either like so leisure, there's like golf or bowling a where it's like yeah. I'm, I'm drinking a beer, just like doing a thing that's not just like staring at my friend. And or it's like I'm playing basketball, which is a workout and I'm tired afterwards. But pickleball seems like a, a weird middle zone. And also, it's, like, very social. I feel like there's a social aspect to it that also isn't discussed enough, just as viewed as, like, a sport. It's but also, it's, it's very polarizing. It's kind of like bridge. Well, it's noisy. If you live near pickleball courts, that sucks. What? It's, like, there's popping sounds every time someone Do you live it. near pickleball courts? I do, I yeah. can tell. Yeah, well, yeah it it's a very specific warning. It doesn't impact warning. me. <laughs> yeah. There was also an article about it, but um, it doesn't impact me. I'm not that close, but it's an issue. Mm. Yeah. Noise complaints. Noisy. Yeah. Problem. Um, well, thanks for thinking of me and DiGiorno. Uh, let's listen to some, some listener food news. If someone wanted to call and be a part of this program and be heard, how could they do that? Just give us a call at 646-STU-138. You can get on the show just like this. Hi, Juliet and Jacoby. This is Becca from Los Angeles. I'm not going to lie. I've called in many times. Oh. I'm a huge fan. Thanks, Becca. And I have a big crush on Jacoby. I really want to be on the show. Whoa. Um, my food news is actually a question. Um, my boyfriend and I live in LA, as I said, and we are spending a month in New York. And Ooh. we'd like to know what you guys think is the best bagel in the city i love one rack from manhattan and one from brooklyn mm. okay thanks so much and thanks for the show i love listening it's really nice we gotta try pop-up bagel by the way have you heard about that it's like i have tr- we gotta try it i don't like it when they things are so good that they're very rare and there's huge lines and you can't get them i know there's like a pizza place have you heard of this pizza place like in like, it's like someone's in, oven in, in a kitchen. Yeah, it's like someone's oven in yeah. a kitchen. In I think a it's home. called Landistry or something. And they make like four pizzas a day. And you have to like wait on a waiting list for ten years like before Lu- you get a pizza. It's like Lucali too. I was like really happy to go, but I was just like, only if I have an in, I'm not putting in yeah. the work for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much work. Um, do you have a favorite bagel in Manhattan? I so I won't travel for bagels. <sighs> like, okay, I'm not gonna pass 55 bagel places to get to one specific bagel place. Okay, but I have recently relocated. And producer Mike moved to the neighborhood as well. And there's a famous bagel shop two blocks from my house that is titled The Bagel Shop. Mm. And they have excellent bagels. And they've got a whole menu of uh, lunch sandwiches and breakfast sandwiches. They've got breakfast sandwich specialties. They've You cannot go wrong from The Bagel Shop on 3rd Avenue and 92nd Street. I would also. 
also say this isn't my favorite, but it is really good. And like the rumors are true. Russ and Daughters is excellent. Yes. Like Russ and Daughters is you should actually probably great. just do that. Go to Russ and Daughters. Go to this shop. Go to Russ and Daughters. Yeah, you can go to the cafe too. But the shop is a really good experience. Like you won't regret it. And get locks. Get my say they have great locks. Yeah, like it's, get it's, locks. It's that, very that's, that's good. That's the right answer for Becca and her boyfriend. That's very good. If you really want to do something obscure and go far afield, um, the Bagel Hole in Park Slope is really good, and it's the closest two classic H&H bagels like from the first wave of H&H. So that's very good as well. I believe it's cash only. So just keep that in mind. Um, but definitely check out Russ and Daughters. You just can't go wrong. It's like, it's an exemplary experience. So first of all, Becca, I have a crush on you as well. And second of all, why are they coming for a month? That's I love not, it. That's not like a vacation. Work? It, some sort of work thing? Yeah, I like it. Cultural exchange? I think, I think that like going for a month is going to be so much better than coming for like a week. Oh yeah. Like you really, like a month is like, you really like, you're kind of, you're starting to dig in. Also, if you find something you really like, whether it's like a workout class or a restaurant or anything, you can go do more it than again. Once. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not like a one-time only thing. You can really experience it. I, I really like like a, a like a soft relocation. <laughs> you know, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Corporate housing, totally furnished apartment. Yes. Like not that expensive. I still pay rent in my place in Los Angeles, but I'm just gonna have this New York experience. So then when New Yorkers in LA reference Russ and Daughters. I'll be like, yes, I love their locks. It was great. Had a great time. Shout out to Becca and her boyfriend. Becca, have a great time. Report back. Um, thanks to everyone who calls in multiple times. We really appreciate it, honestly. Yeah. Love hearing these these voicemails. Um, also want to thank our producers, Mike Wargon and Ronick Nair. And we'll be back next week. 